Rip it, Dan. And now the theme is playing, and Perfect. we don't know how it sounds. We don't know. Well, we know what it sounds. What's like. going We've on? Heard it, like, well, yeah, we know how times. it sounds, but we don't yeah. know exactly where in the theme we are. are. You are you tracking it again in your head, Stefan? Where the theme might end? I think we're or? about. I think we're about halfway through. About halfway through. We're about okay. halfway, halfway through. through. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah we're I like halfway so. through yeah. the theme right now, and yes, and yeah. you can just imagine how good it sounds. I'm feeling it. Dan's already mm-hmm. going to be sick. He's. He's not Dan. feeling good again. Poor Dan. We'll see how many times he leaves this episode to throw up. And... We're recording remote again because uh, because Dan is sick. Yeah, so. because no. Dan's sick. We're just good yeah. boys. We're staying remote because Dan is sick. And I'm, I'm sure the theme song is over now. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode 84. Uh, one year before I was born. And what a sweet year it was. And uh, yeah, Dan is sick. Because you weren't alive yet? I wasn't alive, man. That's right. 85. Yeah. Next next episode, I guess, is like my birthday episode or something. Is that like, how that yeah, works? Yeah, your champagne episode, I guess. Yeah, I guess kind of. But Mine champagne's is, like related to your age, I uh, think. Yeah, but I think this is as close as you can get with podcasts, right? Like, I, I had, think mine uh, is going to be 89, so... Right. Oh, yeah, I guess that's as, yeah, that's as close yeah. as you can get. Well, yeah. let's get our guest in here because I do. I want to talk about champagne birthdays, but I feel like he's going to have something to say about it as well. Our guest, a uh, very funny uh, comedian, just released a new album called Capricornication. We're so glad he's here with us today. Brandon Ash Muhammad is here. Hi, Brandon. What's up? Hello, everybody. How are you? Uh, good. How are you? I mean, I'm good. good. Yeah, you look, we talked about this before the stream, but you look great. Your jacket, Thank you. unbelievable. Is it a is it a vintage or is it no, a new? No, it's not. I bought it at um, Tommy Hilfiger on sale, sixty percent off. Ooh. Oh. I actually had to buy them in like months apart because I have matching shorts that go with it. Um, are you yeah. wearing the matching shorts I'm, right I'm now? Wearing the I matching mean, shorts. I was oh, hell yeah. Of course you are. I was hosting the first virtual Pride Parade in Toronto today. Oh, and, um, I needed an outfit that. It was fun. It was like in a cool LED like sound stage type thing. And yeah, it was wild. I I, I never experienced anything like that. And so what it, uh, but but like so how do you do a parade virtually? Can okay, you explain so that to me? This is what we did. What I did. <laughs> so it was basically like um they had like some people speak, they had some people perform. And it wasn't really a parade, but um <laughs> Like, did I people thought, at least like, like walk into the frame? Like, like they were like I they would just walk in and like sing be, like as they're in the frame. I thought it was gonna be like a bunch of like a Zoom party and a bunch of different things were happening at once, and I was commentating. I'll be like, "Oh, look, he just got his dick out." What? Uh, <laughs> but that's not what it was like. It was like just a series of of different events, and they were really cool and really cute. And I really I really liked being a part of it because you like that was probably. I'm guessing disappointing, like because you were probably imagining your role was going to be to like explain the dick to the people at home, like I to be so. like, listen, you're not here, but you can't imagine this dick is out and it is nice. Like you probably can't see it; it's probably not rendering well. But this is like, a, this is a sick dick. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not, I remember the first time I ever saw uh, uh, a Prince Albert in person was at was at like my first Pride, and I was wow. just like. I like took a photo with it. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like um I mean I this it, it it one of my favorite like historical stories that might not be real is like why it's called a Prince Albert. 
which is like, uh, you know, do you guys know that story? No, what is the story? No. Okay, so the What's reason the it's co- supposedly... Is it because Prince re- Albert had one? Yes, but the oh. reason he had one is like, so this is back in the day where obviously they wore like tunics and tights. And the the story goes that his dick was so big mm-hmm. that it looked like it was seen as like unseemly uh, and not couth because you could see it through his tights and he just had a massive fucking dick. Well, it's not his fault. So I know it's not, but I'm just saying, so he got his dick pierced and he would uh, wrap a chain around his thigh and attach it through the hoop this, at the end of his dick on, so that his dick no. would just like look like part of his leg. This what? is like the like foreskin restoration device. <laughs> There's like a, a foreskin restoration device, and it's like I like I've been like I've I've been I've been on the the foreskin restoration Reddit, and um, they just they just have like this weird device that pulls like your little le- leftover foreskin and like tries to like stretch it out, and you have to like chain it to your thigh essentially. Is and, that the is that the TLC tugger or something like that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> TLC tugger. Yeah. Now I'm yeah, on the that... website right now. Um... Okay, this looks. I so I still have my foreskin. So if I put this on, it would stretch it out to just like ridiculous proportions. You look like the original Arthur. Yeah, so I I feel like it wouldn't work for me. But John, maybe this could be. We've been looking for like a new Patreon tier goal. Oh, Um, that I have to restore my foreskin. Yeah, but specifically using the TLC Tugger. Not you're using a brand name device. You're like you're using the device. What is a TLC Tugger? Oh That's my God, the like John, thing you're you embarrassing to... yourself. Come on. This is the Am TLC I? Tugger foreskin restoration device. That's <laughs> what you need. Uh, you need to restore the feeling. Exactly. But do you, cut to but the do you think that that would work Jackson. though? Like if I've already been circumcised, if I were to bring my foreskin back oh my god would that actually help like do you that's actually think I've the heard. sensitivity would come back saying in the so, blogs like that's what people are saying on the reddit that it yeah. does actually bring your sensitivity back yeah that's what i heard oh, i don't know it uh it appears to work judging by the so if you go to the sh- the shop section you can go to the tlc tugger shop uh it has like very detailed instructions on on how to use does it does it have like uh, the inventor he looks like silver fox dr oz no, and he's I, just always just just like always wearing like a nice shirt, no pants. Oh my god! And he's just no. like, yo, this is my dick. It's it used well, to be I, circumcised. And... So I wonder if this is his dick in the images. Probably because it, he models it for himself. Okay, because it's it looks like I mean he's got like a full on foreskin now, like it's yeah. fully covering it. Like mm-hmm. it looks like a different penis at the end. This is incredible. Oh my god, mm. oh, John, you got to try this. He's got a I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't think I do. I don't know. Me, I, I don't know. Okay, I have to do more research. I, or I, can, I guess I could just trust Brandon and just do it. I just, uh, I just linked it. Um, oh if, boy, this, should I, I be looking at this in an incog window? No, I, I just have it open on. Uh, Look, on it's like a, a regular device. Yeah. Um, so it also oh, has. Jesus. So it also oh. has like pieces of like clothing you can wear. So there's the tug and wear. And then oh. the the, the loincloth. That almost kind of looks well. like the Prince Albert thing. It's sort That's of what is, I right? said. That's yeah. what I told you. Yeah, I think it basically is because it, it pulls it down next to your leg there, so it does hide it. Um, the traction rig. I mean, that looks incredible. Oh That's a lot of like God. hard plastic to have Only on. Only close, like, tiny dancer. <laughs> it looks so, like uh, it looks like I have to also put like a little um, like uh, dog surgery cone. 
but like over <laughs> yeah, the that's end what of it my that's penis. Like, that's stretches it. That's like yeah. old dog cone. Oh my! They even call cone. it a cone, which is yeah. very strange. Okay, I, they, I mean they do have they do have um, a Zazzle page, and I might have to get a TLC Tugger coffee mug. Please, that would I be sweet, really actually. feel like I have to. Oh my god! The so uh, Brandon, we on our Patreon we have a, a goal where if we make it to a million dollars a month, Stefan has to get circumcised. <gasps> um, and Muscle so, cow. well, we're I mean we're we're not even I mean it's never gonna happen. I'm not too but, worried about it. So what should be the level for me to have to do this? I don't know. I think like um, $10,000 maybe. <laughs> so like three months from now? <laughs> Potentially, yeah. I just want this to happen is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I understand that. Uh, but I'm not sure that I'm ready to be wearing the cone for 12 hours a day. Is it 12 hours a day? Okay. Well. It says they recommend tension for 8 to 12 hours a day. Okay. Which that seems like a yeah. long time for your dick to like potentially but be in distress. On on the other hand, this is the perfect time to do it, right? You're not going into like an office or something. You're sitting at home all day, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going so into realistically, a school, which is nice. No, you you can't wear this at a school, John. But this well, is I, I think, know, but that's what I'm saying. That's my okay, Brandon. To be clear, that is my, I'm a teacher. That is my <laughs> oh, job. Just so you don't think yeah. that I just was just, just going like, to put now. this on yeah. and walk into a school. <laughs> I think that's very clear. To, I could see the like confusion and disappointment in your eyes. So I wanted to make sure that I was clear on that. I, uh, okay. So maybe you set the, the amount, um, John, maybe, maybe $10,000 is, uh, is, is, is too low. Maybe we do like $11,000, you know, uh, I'll think about it. I'll have to okay. get back. I, I, I feel like I have to consult with Becca about this. I feel this like is this a is a really good a... start to the episode because right before we started, we got a reply from a listener's wife who said yes. that she hates us because her husband is always listening to two guys talk about Sonic the Hedgehog like coming on people or something, which I guess is a reference to us talking about um, like Rule 34 stuff and and yeah. just like and just like video game and cartoon porno that we find online i don't think we talk about it that often um, there's a lot of funny stuff there really is I and like it's crazy it, as a well, kid there was one a website called um dragon moon x and that was really big at my daycare i remember <laughs> i remember all the kids were like have you seen dragon moon x and we're like what is that and we're like goku's fucking sailor moon and then we oh would like God. look at it we would like go on it and it would just be like frieza putting his like tail in sailor moon <laughs> I'm like, uh, can I can I say something? I'm so happy you brought up Dragon Ball because yeah. <laughs> I have for the past two months just been like binging Dragon Ball Z because um, I never actually I never actually finished it as a kid. I never got to the I didn't Majin Buu. It's well, I, I guess like so. I guess the last the last like big storyline is the Majin Buu stuff at the end there. And then they brought back Dragon Ball Super a couple of years ago, which is like the newest one. So I just want to oh, watch yeah. that, but I wanted to like finish the entire series first and like there's so many episodes there's like 300 episodes well it's just like one thing happens for like the entire episode and they they have not moved they're just like talking and like bracing themselves and they're just like oh next time and then they've like made a step for the most yeah the most recent episode i watched is goku he's like okay i just need one minute to power up to fight majin buu and he starts at the beginning of the episode to power up and it, it ends at the end of the episode. And literally there's a point where a character's like, I think it's been longer than a minute, dude. 
Like it's we, been like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> They're just sitting around talking while he's powering up. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, like, yeah. Well, it's I, great, though. I, I love it. I think our listeners know uh, since quarantine started, I have been rewatching Entourage. Oh boy. And um, it's not, I wouldn't recommend it, but. Sort of the that, Dragon Ball Z of HBO. Content. And that's kind of what <laughs> I was getting at, you know, yeah. it was like a real, because Entourage has a great ability where like the, there will be an episode where like a lot of very important, uh, very important plot points are like being established and the seeds are being planted mm-hmm. and it'll, so it'll be like episode four of a season and there'll be this like big cliffhanger, like. Vince was going to get this movie, but then the studio decided they didn't want him. And then E's girlfriend is like, they're fighting and blah, blah, blah. And then the next episode, they just ignore all of that stuff. And the episode is just like turtle and drama. Try to buy a pair of pants. And then like the whole episode is just about them, like trying to buy a pair of pants for something. And then, and then like the episode after they'll get back to that stuff, but they are so good at that. Like one episode where literally nothing happens for 30 minutes. So filler episodes, it literally has filler episodes. Filler episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's a, that, that's a big like anime thing. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to throw down, uh, uh, I haven't thrown down like an opinion that pissed people off in a long time. I think it's been like at least Uh-oh. two episodes. Uh, yeah. Entourage is, is anime. <laughs> I want to share it, a fun fact about Entourage. Um, there was like, I remember there's like, there's all these like gay, like celebrity, like, oh, they're nude blogs. And um, one of them is Bow Wow in Entourage in a sex scene and you see his balls. And I just want to know if you, if you want to see Bow Wow's balls, go watch Entourage. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even know you could see his balls in the scene though. That's, that's impressive. What, that's what the, that's what the gays found out. Oh my wow. God. My favorite I... Bow Wow thing was when, um, he posted uh, uh, a selfie in front of a private a private jet and was like, hey, I'm getting on this private jet. I'm going to like Vegas or whatever. And then someone who followed him was like sitting next to him on just like the regular plane that yeah. he was on and took a picture of him and was like, he's not on a private jet he's right like, now. No, he's right next to me. <laughs> The oh, entourage God. was really good at like, so that scene with Bow Wow, the only reason that he's having sex is like, he just answers a phone call from E who is Vince's manager and best friend. Who's also managing Bow Wow, who is not playing himself. He's playing a, an actor named Charlie. Charlie. And, wow. Yeah. Charlie. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Charlie B. Wow. Ch-wow. And uh, they, they entourage also will do this thing where like they they have to just get like an obligatory like set of boobs in the episode they just they <laughs> that's just how they roll they got to find a way to get it in there and one of their favorite techniques is like someone will just answer the phone while they're having sex that's like a big that happens like six times over the course of the whole show and that's all that happens is like bow wow could be doing literally anything else but it's like e calls him and bow wow is um i b- believe the girls on top and he just like answers the phone. He's like, yo, E, what up? Okay, yeah, I got to get to that audition. Okay, shit. Uh, yeah, I can be there. I can be there really quick. And then he's just like, okay, sorry, I got to go. And she's like, what? Like, because she was in the middle of, you know, having sex. And he's having like, sex I, I got an audition, baby. I'm sorry. I got to go. And she's like, oh, what? And then he just like sprints out and he's like pulling his pants up or whatever. <laughs> and it's like a very, that's, and that uh, happens like so many times in the show. They love to just. Oh, we, the, we we don't have a sex scene Isn't in this episode. Entourage what can we just do? Essentially, like this is what I've I've never watched it, but it's just like the straight man sex in the city. Isn't that essentially what it is? Yeah, I think I that's, think that's actually accurate. a pretty good way yeah. of describing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's yeah, it's four guys. Um, it's like it's it's wish fulfillment, big time, right? Because yeah. it's big like time. 
It's Everyone based gets on, what they want. I believe all the it's time. based on Mark. It's based on Mark Wahlberg when he was coming up. Correct. I guess this was after he was like beating old Vietnamese men or whatever. Like they they left that out of Entourage, I think. But yeah, they yeah um, they didn't. It, they just left in Ari. Like Ari is like the the surrogate for all of that. Yeah, it's based on him in like the early '90s or whatever, uh, like coming up essentially. And then he did he produce it and like create the show as well. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, John is the expert. John knows entourage we have merch on the podcast website that is an old tweet of john sorry for bringing this up john it's an old tweet of john's from like 2009 what does the tweet say john Stefan, why do i have to say it you know what it well says. it's your post no, no no i don't i don't remember it exactly well i deleted it so okay you deleted yeah. it well so what happened brandon was for my i turned 34 last october for my Congrats. birthday they, thank you <laughs> for my birthday uh, Becca, uh, my girlfriend got me a card and what she had done was gone back through my tweets. I've been a member of Twitter since 2008. Uh, she went back through my tweets, found like suspect old tweets that I had screen capped them and printed them out and put them on this big Bristol board. Oh. And then it was like, I hope you've aged better than your tweets. And it was like <laughs> a lot of like very shitty, bad so the tweet I specifically not like offensive posts, just to make no, it clear. yeah, not offensive, just not like offensive, very, just like very corny tweet. posts. It was a corny, lot of like, like normie posts. Yeah, like you know, I had one where I was like, uh, was like going to play hockey, listen to some sweet tunes on the way home. Called my girlfriend, <laughs> Sweet Tuesday. <laughs> I <laughs> like love whatever. that. I just love like that. Very normie <laughs> shit like that. Uh, but the Entourage one specifically was, I believe it was at the start of season six. And it's funny I said this because I'm actually watching season six right now and it sucks ass. But I wrote uh, this this uh, this season of Entourage. It's something like this. This isn't the exact wording, but it's like this season of Entourage is uh, the I think the best season yet. It's a fi- it's fire like it's lit or it's, whatever. It's, it's probably lit. it's lit. I like that. In 2008, <laughs> it was probably like it's lit. And then I wrote. And at Adrian Grenier, I tagged them, him in it. It's like, and at Adrian Grenier is shutting up all the haters. He's killing it this season or something. <laughs> He's shutting up like, oh, all the haters. Shutting up I all like the haters. I like that confidence. You, you were ride or die for this show. <laughs> There's he still wrong is. With that. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, <laughs> there's several. I mean, there's several things wrong with it. Is Brandon, there a Wahlburger storyline in the show? No, I think that was like later in his oh, career. Man. You know, it's just I hate I know. Wahlburgers. <laughs> The only good. I, I've, the I've only, been there once and it was not that good. I, I, maybe it was because it was in an airport, but it was not what people were. People were hyping it up for me when I went there and it was not. I went good. to the one in Toronto, which is like down the street from the Sky Dome, now the Rogers Center. Um, but it was so bad, but everyone kept telling me it was so good. And I was just like, I paid $28 for this. <laughs> 28 bucks? Fake tater Holy tots, shit. some horrible tater tots in the. This weak ass burger. I was like, I want my money back, but you know what it is. So, I, if if I recall correctly, Wahlburgers is like it's not it's not like the Smash Burger. It's like a taller burger, and I would say nine times out of ten, a tall burger is probably going to be bad. Uh-huh. Like you you have to go for the Smash Burger. I think. Yeah, I, I like think the this Smash is this burger. is an opinion I have that I think for for once. Most of our listeners are actually going to agree with me, but the smash burger is much better. Like a tall burger, you go to like a fancy restaurant and get a burger. It's going to be a tall burger where the bun is like, like resting so on big. top of it, yeah. and like the the patty is like rounded almost. Like it's such yeah. bullshit. It pisses me off. <sighs> yeah, not so, a fan. 
Not yeah. a fan. Anyway, John, I, do, do you not do you not agree, John? Come on. I do agree. Oh, thank you. I agree with what you're saying. I okay. think it's that's a non-controversial opinion you have. I'm yeah. a Wendy's girl. I, oh, oh, I'm yeah. A Wendy's girl. Obviously, Wendy's of course. I love Wendy's. It it is the square patty. There's yeah. something about the square patty, you uh-huh. know, and the frosty and the fries. Dipping the fry. Do you, do you dip the fries in the frosty? I have. I have. Okay. I've dabbled. Yeah, it's good. Pete Dave Thomas. Um, <laughs> a spicy also, chicken like, sandwich. I mean, Wendy's is solid. Oh, I'm going for Dave. We, uh, I, yeah, Wendy's, I like a lot. I also, you, I mean, Brandon, you're in Toronto and, you know, Burger's Priest, I'm a fan. I don't, I don't know oh, how yeah, you Burger's feel. Oh, yeah, Burger's Priest is pretty, is really good. Yeah. And it, and there's one, like, right by Yuck Yucks, so whenever I'm in Toronto, I know it's which really one I'm like, just... that's where my, that's where my partner lives. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's our, so, that's our yeah. Burger Priest. Yeah, it's, it's solid, man. It's a good, so that's a good spot, too. But, yeah, if you're, if you just need a quick... Wendy's, they got so many options. The spicy chicken, I love it. Um, Remember when we they had the biggie about... size? Oh, like, well, biggie. I want a biggie. And that was like the whole, the whole, I guess, spiel. Well, they would put biggie like right on the cup yeah. too. Like it would just be, it, but then it was weird because didn't big. they have for a while, they had like great biggie. Wasn't it like biggie and great, yeah, great biggie, biggie were the names of the sizes? Then... The old fries were so much better than the new fries. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love the, the old fries were way more potato-ish. Yes, they're so good. And like, yeah. I'm sorry. I like, no, don't. I like don't be sorry. You fries. can pop off on your... And their barbecue sauce is really good. Yeah, there's really not a bad thing at Wendy's, I wouldn't say. I don't know that I've ever had a bad... Like, something off the menu, I'm like... I, I will know. say, I think the Baconator is a little overrated, but I think that's more oh, because, sure. ba- because fast food bacon is shitty than, than anything else that Wendy's is doing wrong. Like, I think there's no real good, like, fast food bacon thing because their ba- fast food bacon is always, like, really... The microwave l- bacon. Yeah, low-quality microwave bacon. Five-minute so. bacon or something. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like I don't need that many strips of bacon on anything either. Like, That's and I true. like bacon, but I just yeah. don't need... I don't need six strips of bacon on no. something. It's an accent, no. not a... Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. And we were talking about birthdays, and I would like to put a bow on this uh you know at the start at the top of the show i said i wanted to talk about champagne birthdays and we are now 23 minutes in and we haven't addressed it yet but we were talking about we were talking about champagne birthdays Mm -hmm. and doing a pod and that this might next episode might be my pod champagne birthday 85 i had a very funny instagram interaction not that long ago with a, a curler she's younger she's like i guess she'd probably be 21 or 22 i think she turned 22 and i've known her for a while we're friends and she had posted like, oh, it's my my champagne birthday. And uh, she had po- like was popping a bottle of champagne. She had like the two balloons behind her that said like 22 or whatever. And I uh, it was um, April 12th. So I was like, uh, isn't mm-hmm. I was like, is your birthday today? And she was <laughs> like, yeah. And I was like, cool. Happy birthday. Also, your champagne birthday was 10 years ago. <laughs> and then, <laughs> She was like, and then like six people liked it and I, she just didn't even respond. She didn't delete it, but she like left it up. But like, I think she just thought that like, if you buy a bottle of champagne on your birthday, it's your champagne birthday. Oh, I'm guessing. I'm just guessing. I don't know what the like. I don't know what I, I don't know where her <laughs> yeah, head was Because what is the was... logic behind that? That is the only thing that makes sense, right? Like, yeah. uh, so she was turning 22. Yes, I think it was 22. It was 22 or 23. And it was definitely like not even close to that date. Like, I don't know if it was the 12th, but it was like 
it was between zero and 15. Like it wasn't yeah. even close to her champagne birthday. So That's I wonder what really she's funny. doing with her life now. <laughs> she's still just well, buying two champagne. Ago, she's so. like, it's champagne. Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> yeah. Champagne I'm having champagne and tacos. <laughs> champagne Martin Luther King Day. Hey, Champagne Canada Day is coming yeah. up. Ooh. Oh, that is I, my favorite. I will. National holiday. I will say. I, I will say this. This is uh, so Canada Day for our American listeners is July first, mm-hmm. um, and this is this is always the worst time for Canada Day is when it's on a Wednesday. Like the middle of the week, splitting oh, up the Lord. week. I mean, there's no bad time for Canada Day, really. But the best time is when it's on like a weekend or like a Monday or Friday. So you get the the long weekend out of it, right? And I don't really like the feeling of like splitting the work day, doing Monday, Tuesday, day off, and then Thursday, Friday. Like obviously any day off is great. But What like, do they do I, when this happens usually? They just make uh, it a day uh, in the middle of the week? You just get the Wednesday I, off. I, I, I'm, just getting, I'm just getting the Wednesday off, which is oh, man. which is nice. I mean, I like having the Wednesday off, but I also, at the same time, like, it's sort of bad because, like, for me, when I, I don't know how other people feel, I don't know how our listeners feel, but, like, when I'm working, like, I feel like I start peaking around, like, Wednesday or Thursday. Like, Monday or Tuesday is, like, me warming up for the work week. And then I'm doing mm-hmm. my best stuff on, like, Wednesday or Thursday. So for them to split the week, I'm taking Wednesday off. So that's basically... A, a week with two Mondays and Tuesdays in it. So I'm not going to get anything done this week, I, like right. at all, you know. And it's not my fault; it's Canada Day's fault. I'm blaming Canada Day for this. Um, John, I mean, you don't this, have you have the whole summer off, so. Well, yeah, and I mean, He's this busy. has been I've I've basically had you know because of COVID, I'm a I'm a substitute teacher, so when kids were not in classrooms, I was not required. So I basically had a summer vacation. Then I had to go back to work for a month because in BC, uh, they sent kids back to school on June 1st. Oh, and then I now have another summer vacation. So I basically days don't mean anything to me. The only thing I will say is Canada day might be especially tough for me because, uh, I believe I, we talked about this last episode. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> but that is the day that the live stream comedy show that I did in my apartment will be airing on the city of White Rock's YouTube channel. Um, so Shout out to White it Rock. could, it could, yeah, it could be a tough day. Could be a tough day for me. Um, I feel like some listeners of the show are probably gonna well, look, but tune in, screen cap it. It's uh, it's not gonna be great. So on the bright we'll side, the next year you're gonna have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. That's one. I. <laughs> yeah, we will. I, I I was reaching for a segue in my brain, and it just we don't need happen. we don't we we don't we don't need we don't segue. need segue. Sometimes you don't need a segue. Sometimes you just feel like segue drove off a cliff. Okay, Thank we don't you. need them. I'm so glad to encounter a guest who already knows that. I don't have to explain that yeah. to them. That's yeah. so nice that you know that fact already because. That's one of my favorite facts of all That's time. what they call me, Brandon Facts Ash Mohammed. <laughs> We've had a lot of uh, great facts on this show. We had the Prince Albert fact, which I did look up and I believe is true. Okay. Um, and we had the Segway driving off the cliff. A lot of great facts. And speaking of facts, let's move on to our social media updates. Okay, 
that was actually a pretty good segue. So hey, sometimes Ooh. we just have to we drive that segue right around. We try, I I managed to save it from falling off the cliff. Yeah. Brandon, we Some, always like someone needs to sorry someone needs to go save producer Dan. I need to like text him. I think like, he may, may have passed out. I'm, I'm yeah. actually a little worried about. I him forgot now. that he was e- even existed. I was just like <laughs> I was just like why is John's screen so like big? Like why you, does he have two screen box like? Usually, I'm 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 able to tell he's here because he'll be taking like we talked about this in the last episode. He'll he'll take like a huge dab. There he oh, is. There okay, he is. There he okay, is. he's good. So usually I'll see like a big cloud of, of he's smoke, home. but he's good. He's he's alive. He's he's doing better. Uh, John, living. sorry to interrupt you. No, no, that's okay. Uh, we are at our social media updates, and Brandon, we do like to start with the guest. What's going on in your social media right now? What's going on in my social media right now? So I just joined this group, and it's called. Um, it was like a sexy, like thirsty facebook group called like bears gone wild Ooh. and it's okay. just all these just like big like chubby guys like myself hairy guys like posting like the thoughtiest photos and it's really funny and it's really great like there's this one dude and he looks like he could be like your like uncle he's in his 50s and he just has like his legs up like like behind his head and he put like an emoji covering <laughs> his like junk and his butthole and Damn. I remember I sent it to my friend, and then he was just like, I wonder how many shots that took. <laughs> Who's taking the photo? That's what I, I always know. like to know. I don't know. Us, you know. I think he did it with, I, I like to think that he did it with like a self-timer. And there's just like all of these rejects of him just like halfway. <laughs> with like one leg over. Yeah, and one then... leg over. <laughs> yeah. A ball over there. A ball yeah, over his there. balls don't quite look right in one of yeah. them. He's uh-huh. not getting, you know, and. And it's you always run into issues with like lighting on the shaft yeah. is, is uh, often an issue. So yeah, yeah, that is my one. I mean, my one ball is closed. You know, it looks like I'm blinking. I was, <laughs> I was. They have these like really like these like scandalous titled um, chat rooms, and one was called Come Harder, and I accidentally clicked it and I got logged into the the chat room, and it was just a bunch of like these chubby old white men just like jacking off. Okay. And I was trying to like get out of it, and I was like, "I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry." And uh, and they all were just like, and everyone was just like screaming, and it was really awkward. And they just like all turned off their camera. I'm like, "Can somebody help me? Like, I don't know what to do." And then I like found out how to like like log off, and I took a screenshot of it. It was pretty funny. <laughs> oh my god! So like, that is rocks. this is this a group where like? it's kind of like a support where like people just post a photo and everyone goes like, Oh damn, you look good. Yeah. Or is it, or is it like a, like an actual, like, it's you like know, a hookup cruising group. group. Is a, it a hookup yeah, group, a too? group yeah. slash support group? I guess. Okay. So there are some like, hookups there, more? but there are some guys who maybe aren't hooking up, but they're yeah, just like, you know, like, Oh yeah. cool. You look, you look good. You look good. Yeah. Damn. That's so I nice. Feel like- that's so, that's so just like positive. I really like that. Yeah. We need, I'll I invite think- you. I'll invite you guys. Oh yeah, hell yeah! I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, I Stefan is not a not even close to a bear. I'm definitely not. I'm not a bear, so I don't well, know. There's if... admirers there. There's guys that aren't 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 bears in there, but um... okay. Oh, okay. Would Stefan though? I mean, I almost feel like if it's a group mostly for bears, like Stefan's kind of bait in some ways. You know, if he was just kind of just dropped a little picture in there, could, could, As, it could be good. Maybe for you, yeah. Okay. You I can mean, start I, the OnlyFans. I, <laughs> I mean, that, that's a good idea i might okay i might i might do this i mean we, Stephen, you are always talking to me about opening new revenue streams for yourself I, yeah no i think that's because i've got i've got this i've got the stream i've got like my actual job so adding a fourth thing in there is not a bad idea 
Do you think your work would get in? They're cashing in to the, there's that one guy and um, he's straight, but he likes to post like photos of his butt and he's known for his butt. Wow. And um, he has Hmm. like a really big OnlyFans and people are just like, you're straight. Why are you even doing this? Like, see, cause I, I I mean, I've been told I have a nice can. Okay. Look, you're you're going to tear up. You're going to kill this group. He does. John does have a nice ass. I mine is like I've got a, like a, a little like round one. Like you, I, I don't have. A, I'll, I'll say I don't have a Hank Hill butt. That's the thing. I, Hill butt. Okay. The Hank Hill butt is like the worst thing to have. I watched that episode again recently, and I think that's the funniest uh, reveal in the history of any cartoon ever. Just the smallest the, little butt. Just this tiny little ass. Tiny little um, butt. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have, I have like a, I'd say I have a regular butt. I think. Um, yeah. And John, but John, I mean, John, I think is, I don't think he's caked up, but I think it's like, he's thick. It's not, he's, he's, he's getting, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he's in Toronto. We say tick. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm that. I'm mm-hmm. tick. We also say I'm, bumpas. Oh. He's got bumpas. It's pronounced, bumpas. it's spelled B-U-M-P-A apostrophe S-Z. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Bumpas. So, but that's Toronto only? That's Toronto slang. That's like Toronto okay. Caribbean kind of slang. So if I came into the group and I was like, "Hey, I'm bump, I'm Bumpas." Yo, I had a friend that used to call herself Bumpas. You could do it. Why not? Okay, so I could get in there and just yeah. post like, and yo, be like, "Yo, bumpas. check out my butt." Yeah, and I'm Bumpas, and yeah. let's go. I yeah, I mean, I think I probably can't have an OnlyFans just given my job situation. Oh, that's true. That's yeah, true. but. Uh, yeah. But in a support group situation, like, I don't know. I, I believe I've been told uh, that I qualify as like I would I would be an otter, I believe, is what I've been told. You're an I otter. Know, I don't know where I fit on that on the scale, but I think that's kind of, you know, I mean, I'm I like, could like I can be like the sorting hat, the gay sorting hat for you guys. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, we're here for it. OK, that's, so what is like your like body type? OK, so I'm like I've obviously got facial hair. Got facial I'm not hair. super hairy on my body, like no back hair. You got like chest, a hair? chest hair, chest hair, but not a, not like a ton, but enough. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm like, I would say like medium size, like I'm like six feet, 200 pounds. OK, yeah, you're like um, an otter. You're an otter. OK, you're so an otter. I'm an otter. So I was correct on that. You're an otter. I, so I think I know what I am already, but I'll give I'll give my measurements. Um, <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm like five, nine and a half. OK, like one hundred and fifty five pounds. OK, Um. I would say like skinny fat, like I have a little bit of a, 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 a like just a beer belly, but like it's not like a, mm-hmm. like a big beer belly. No body hair other other than like my pubes and like my ass. Um, and then while we're here, someone on Twitter was asking how big my apartment is. It's like 500 square feet. That doesn't apply to this, I don't think. But uh, that's like my... Um, Those are my your measurements. 5'9", yeah. 155, 500 square 500 feet. 500 square feet, yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think. What you would be? Hmm. I want to say twink, but not really. Um, like a twunk, maybe. Oh, a twunk! Like a, a twunk wow. is kind of like a bigger, like a little, like bigger twink. So we would okay. say it's like oh. a twink and a hunk mix. So like, they can be like, like very like muscular or whatever, but also they can be like chubby. Yeah, a little thick. You could be a thick okay. twink. Okay, a twunk. Twink. Okay, like, you could also like be a, a daddy, John. You could also qualify as a, as a for sure. Yeah. Ooh, because I'm yeah. 34. Yeah, and you have a beard, <laughs> and yeah, daddies do the best. Everybody loves the dads. 
I do often, uh, like if I go out for commercial auditions, I do often audition for dad roles. So that does make okay. sense. Yeah. Can you be a combo? Like, would I be like an otter daddy? Or yeah, you just can be like, like an otter daddy. But there's other things that I don't know about. Like, I don't really, there's like wolves. <laughs> Ooh. There's something called okay. wolves. That sounds also, I just want to say, when John takes off his shirt, there's a lot of dad roles also. Oh. Wow. And see, I, I'm, that's saying that not what we're, I'm saying that yo, as a friend. I'm saying like, that as wow. a we're I'm saying that, that as a twunk to your otter. Okay? We're into that. Mm. We're all into this. I'm into yeah. it. True. We're body positive here on yeah. Blocked Party. Absolutely. Uh, I, I do like twunk as well because it sounds like a three-year-old trying to say trunk. Twunk. He's a <laughs> yeah. twunk. Yeah. I'm going to put my dolly into twunk. Yeah. Aww, you know? I, it's very cute. I like that. You're a okay. you're a twink hunk, Stefan. How does that make you feel? I mean, that's a I, to me that feels like a high compliment coming from that coming from Brandon. That makes me feel very good. That really does. Um, I was I was a little tired today, and that's giving me a lot of energy, and that's, yeah. that's cheered me up. Slytherin. <laughs> you're a Slytherin twunk. You're a Slytherin. I mean, you're definitely a Slytherin. You you're got Slytherin. Draco vibes all the way. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I mean, with my social media update, I think. Um, I would say some fairly Slytherin vibes from what I did uh, okay, this week yeah. on social media. Tell us media. about it. This, Tell uh, it. You, got, you got a little wild this week. I joined uh, Parler, which is uh, a pro-Trump, free speech, social media app started by Dan Bongino, who uh, also has blocked me on Twitter uh, for calling him Dan Bongino. Uh, and saying that he's a cube-shaped head, which he does. If you look him up, his head is shaped like a cube. And I'm allowed to say that because I have a very big head also, so it's, it's fine. Um, but they started an app uh, because they were tired of uh, getting banned on Twitter for saying like racist things and like punching down at people and, and be, being awful uh, human beings in general. Um, so they started a, a free speech social media app, and there have been several of these. Dr. Jordan Peterson started one. Um, there's one called Gab. Uh, and the one thing they have in common is that the majority of their users are still on Twitter saying, hey, come check out this app that nobody uses. Um, <laughs> but I, I did join Parler um, and I got banned within two days. Uh, and what happened was um, because it's 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 a fairly uh, new app, uh, there's a lot of names available. Uh, for the taking um so so some friends of the show for instance uh got sebastian gorka's name or dennis prager matt walsh um our friend db got the new york city antifa handle and was just going around yelling at old people on there and they were getting really really <laughs> mad at him it's very funny um i got uh brad parskull 2020 i don't know if i'm saying that right um and he's actually already on parlor but that is donald trump's campaign manager and my idea was that uh, I wanted to go with someone kind of believable. Um, I didn't want to do, I could have done like a fake Donald Trump account, but there's so many of those on there. You're not going to get as many uh, um, old people uh, fooled by that. So I went with Brad Parscale, Um and I got like a thousand followers within a day without posting anything. Um, and then the nice. first thing I posted. Success. So this is another thing that's very funny about Parler is that instead of retweeting someone on there, you echo them. Um, and so um, my friend Paul pointed out uh, they're literally posting in an echo chamber at that point. <laughs> um, so what you'll see on there is instead of posts being like, hey, retweet if you think this or if you want this to happen, 
people will post uh, echo if you want. It's, I mean, it's very stupid. Echo if you want this to happen. So I posted ad, as Brad Parscale, um, echo if you think President Trump should join Parler. Um, hey, like maybe I can make it happen if we get enough echoes. Winky emoji. <laughs> Um, oh, and it got like it got like thousands of of echoes. I keep wanting to say retweets because that's like a normal thing to say compared to echoes. <laughs> um, and it got a ton of a ton of echoes, a ton of uh, engagement, a ton of replies from people who thought I was actually Brad Parscale. Um, and so I had always planned on once I got enough people on board, changing my account name to something very stupid. So I went, um, let me just bring up the screen grab here, uh, and I changed my account name to uh, <laughs> something very, very stupid, uh, which was, just a second here, I want to do like just a very immature uh, joke, obviously, if you know me, um, and so I changed it to uh, the poop eater guy at Mr. Eats Human Poop, and uh, <laughs> And people were still echoing the post and everything, but then I just posted, um, I love uh, sucking on logs of poop. And Yum. I lost, I, yeah, I lost like 300 <laughs> followers in like two minutes. Um, Let's see Skak had. People got very mad at me. Uh, at I'm a nationalist said, attention, beware, this post is fake. Don't echo. Has Brad's profile pic, but then changes to poop on your profile. Um, which was very satisfying. I went into uh, other uh, big conservative uh, accounts. Um, I went um, uh, uh, General Flynn, um, uh, Kaylee, you know, the, the press lady for Trump. Um, I went there and, and talked about sucking on logs of poop. Um, and people were like losing their mind at me. And then I went in to check uh, this morning and I had been banned from the app i've been, been banned i've been 100 uh completely banned from parlor uh this is again this is a, a ostensibly a free speech app so something very interesting to think about there um <laughs> but i like the idea that it, that the that twitter was too uh stuffy for them you know like Twitter, the the website that like famously is like just letting right wing people do whatever the fuck they That's want. That's exactly it. And like say you... whatever they want. Like I love the idea that there was like a group of people who are like, you know what? We just can't say enough of what we want to on Twitter. It's 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 completely it's insane, insane for for them to to think that Twitter is is cracking down on them at all, or that Facebook is cracking down on them at all. Like it's it's the exact opposite, if anything, especially on Facebook. Um, but. The other thing about Parler that was very funny is I went to check the uh, reviews uh, that Parler had received, and it, it's pretty low uh, reviews. On, it, it was three and a half star average on on the the Play Store, which is not very good. Oh. And a large part of it is that when you sign up, it gives you password guidelines. So those are, I mean, if you sign up for any website now, nine times out of ten it'll be like you have to have a special character in your password, you have to have a, a capital letter, you have to have a number. It's easy, you know. Except if you're like a 80 year old libertarian grandpa and then you're posting stuff like this in your one star review. I do not need you to dictate what my password must be. All you do is assure <laughs> I cannot remember my password. Stop being tyrannical. Remove your ridiculous password restrictions now. 
just like That's huge good. babies. I like, that. like like just how how much of a how baby dare do you, you have tell to me be? to put a to put a, a hashtag in my how dare you tell me to put an ampersand in my it's so just just put, just put a question mark or something like it's not hard Good i'll read a couple God. more uh before we get to your social media update john but this oh, is sure, this is my, yeah. my favorite thing online reviews. this week uh this is from julia boddington trying to set up a password is harder than drawing a hen's tooth if you're going to be so special <laughs> give clear guidance rather than sniffily declining each and every password option then locking out the potential user i just want to be clear and this is not me defending parlor they do tell you explicitly you need one uppercase letter you need one number, you need one lowercase letter, and you need a special character, and it has to be eight characters long. Like, that's pretty easy to figure out. If and you're that's not- just standard shit. Like, how, like, what website, like, how have they gotten this far and, like, never encountered this before? Well, I think because, like, Twitter, I don't think, requires that anymore. Like, if Twitter required that and, like, captures to, to fill out when you signed up, that would cut down on, like, the racist old people problem, like, 90%. Right. I'm, I'm 100% sure. That's a good point. Racist, uh, yeah. I've got... One more review, uh, and this is my favorite one. I, I saw this today. Um, I guess this is actually kind of bleak, but I'm going to read it anyway. <laughs> this is from Rachel. And all the other stuff wasn't bleak? Well, this is, this is bleaker. I am okay. 63 years old. Way too hard to get in. Gave up. Just too old. <laughs> Way too hard to get in. <laughs> Just not, too old. It's not that hard to get in. It's not. <laughs> It's not, but I, I I will say one thing about Parler that I respect that it is just like a huge data scraping operation because to sign up, you need to give them a phone number, an email address, and then to be able to send DMs to someone, you have to send them a selfie and a scanned piece of government ID. So hey. it's pretty obvious what they're doing. Did you give that? No, hell no. Okay, no. I was just like... I may, I use like a Google Voice number and like a mailinator email and shit and like you what you can sign up that way but um unfortunately there's no way for me to like do any DMing um which which is too bad but that's parlor um I'm sure it'll be gone in like 2 weeks so enjoy it while Aww. you can bye parlor bye bye <laughs> it'll be on the same uh, corner of the internet that peach is on yes and elo oh yes elo that was a classic too yeah um okay well my social media update this week, uh, I think this happened kind of just this morning. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday, and this is coming out tomorrow on Monday. So this is pretty recent. Um, as, as everyone knows, on this podcast, we're big fans of uh, Twitter wives. Uh, there are, you know, we have, we have Cliff wife, we have Curvy wife, you know, we've, there's a lot of great wives out there on Twitter. And uh, uh, the user at JSV4 uh, has given us a new wife, uh, a new lease on wife, as it were. Um, and, uh, we now have cheese wife. And so he, uh, he posted this. I don't know if you saw this Brandon, but this is at, uh, I guess a restaurant called me Cochina Tex-Mex. And he is tweeting at them. Uh, my wife date night after three plus months locked up on quarantine, waiting for shredded cheese as it's the only way she can eat fajitas. We've asked four people going on 18 minutes now. Just unreal at Allen, Texas location. We got to quit blaming hashtag COVID-19 for crappy service. And then there's a picture of like a bunch of half eaten fajitas on the table. And his wife is leaning her head up against the wall that she's sitting beside um, looking incredibly <laughs> forlorn. Look um, yeah, this is the uh, I don't know if you saw it, Brandon, but that's the that's the picture of her. She let looks me see, let very, me see. very disappointed. <laughs> 
So she said she's having just a terrible day, I guess. Um, so yeah. So then obviously like people were just like ripping this guy apart, you know, and, uh, just saying, Oh, what a, you know, what a piece of garbage. And, you know, people are trying their best in COVID and obviously service industry right now. Like the fact that you're even getting served, you know, just relax, calm down. Plus this is probably also fake. Cause other people pointed out that like a bunch of this guy's tweets are, are like, um, at replying businesses and complaining about service and stuff. So they're like, obviously oh, just like a grifter couple. That's just like making up these lies in order to try to get free <laughs> yeah. stuff. On and, he, and he has a podcast called opinionated much. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and I, so I clicked on. on, I clicked on his podcast, the opinionated much podcast. And it was, um, literally the concept of the podcast is like people just ask him questions and then he gives his like opinion his he's opinion. like you tell me your opinion and then i will give you my opinion in your <laughs> face um and it's crazy and then uh, there was a, fo- a funny follow-up tweet to this in, in that uh, so someone else uh quote tweeted this and wrote phew buddy when she finds out that she has gone viral she is gonna kick his ass up and down the sidewalk <laughs> and then jsv4 replies to this 100% true. Not a good morning in my house. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then, so this obviously like this, this went pretty crazy viral. He got ratioed super hard. Um, do you, John, then, do you want to know some behind the scenes stuff? Do you want to know who started this off to go viral? Uh, Is sure. Our, I would it, love that. It was our friend, Oliver Leach, former guest of the show. Oh, Bakun. Who the only reason he found this is because he was searching for the term Tex-Mex on Twitter. <laughs> and that came up. <laughs> Why? I don't, That's I don't know. incredible. He loves Tex-Mex. I think he wanted to look at pictures of Tex-Mex food or something. <laughs> That is so good. Yeah. That, so that, I mean, that just blew me away. And so now obviously like it went viral. Uh, people were like just tweeting at him a bunch being like, Oh, you're a piece of shit. A lot of like gifts in there of like, Oh, you know, oh, poor, poor guy. And it'd be like crying gifts or whatever. And then um, he deleted that tweet. And then people were really like pointing out his other grifter tweets and like replying to those and being like saying to the businesses like, oh, this guy's a grifter. Don't give him anything, blah, blah, blah. So then he's now like systematically going through and deleting all of the tweets where he has like at replied at businesses and stuff. So tough night for this guy. He was just trying to get some free fajitas. And now he's he's got his spot blown up. Now his wife has just got her head against the wall. In perpetuity. I should change looking, that. That should be my new profile yeah. picture on Twitter, actually. Just looking just, down yeah. at some cheeseless fajitas. <laughs> I do like that is my favorite wording in the whole tweet is like, that's the only way she can eat fajitas. He's talking about like a three-year-old. She, she has yeah, a we medical asked for shredded condition. cheese as that is the only way she can eat fajitas. The medical condition. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's nothing else we can do. It's yeah. just, it's in her nature. We can't help it. So she, uh, you know, what can we say? We have cheese wife. She blocked herself from eating fajitas. And speaking of being blocked, let's move on to our locktail. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Blocktail. Woo. No longer can see the post. It's a blocktail. Woo. You probably deserved it. It's a blocktail. Thank you. I had to make up for the last one. You know, we had to hit that segue. Oh, uh, Brandon, uh, this is, you know, we have guests on the show, obviously, every week. And sometimes when people tell me what their block is before the show, uh, I get very excited about it. And when you when you told me yours, 
it, it had that effect on okay. me. I was like, oh, I can't wait for this one. So, uh, so let us know. Tell okay, us about so your this block. This is the story of when I blocked my entire family on Facebook and actually all social media. Um, so I think I was about in grade 10 and I think I had my mom on Facebook. I never wanted my mom on Facebook. I didn't want anyone on my Facebook. And I had all these like cousins on Facebook. And I don't know. I found some funny. I'll send you the photo. Um, I found it. I was like trying to find it. It was from this was like in 2007, by the way. And there nice. was this like French STI campaign, and it was of um, here. I'm gonna send it to the to the, the group. But it okay, was yeah. like here we go. A, a lady getting eaten out by like a spider. <laughs> and like a guy like like, like oh my like, god like, how have i never seen like this fucking, before uh, um, uh, a scorpion and i like posted it on shit. facebook because i thought it was so funny and m- my mom <laughs> saw and then my cousin saw and they all started like sending it to each other and they're like what is going on with brains and why is he posting these things like does he he find bugs sexy like what's happening like so they all um, had like an intervention for me and they were just like, we got to like, you can't be doing that. And I was just like, I can do whatever I want. And then I blocked them all on Facebook. <laughs> um, I actually unblocked them like somewhat recently. I had one cousin on Facebook and my family doesn't know that I'm like a comedian. kind of. Oh, really? Yeah, so from unblocking them, they've now discovered that I have an album out and um, I'm a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Um, Stefan, I feel like you have to tweet that that uh, picture. That's incredible. Have you seen that no, before? I've never I, seen that. I, I really like it, though. It's. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. I, it's really funny. It is hilarious, yeah. especially like the idea of the like, it's rare that you see like an anti um, like or not anti, but like a, an STI awareness ad or whatever, where you see um, like oral sex being performed on anyone, yeah. but particularly on a woman by a spider. I like that. Well, that was and the, she's the, enjoying yeah, it. I'm going to yeah. say this, the spider is giving it. good yeah. head. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I would think if I had to guess what a spider would be good at sexually, I would assume like fingering because it, it has, <laughs> you know, it, 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 that's what you'd assume. Legs, webs. But, but, yeah, but I mean, this spider is like going to town and she's loving it. Yeah. So it was a lot. It's a lot to take in. I like the guy. Um, he's, in deep in the scorpion. I, I yeah. just want to know how they yeah. all met. How did they meet? <laughs> I actually wanna I actually wanna give props to the the CGI artist behind yeah. this because they managed to make like it looks like the scorpion is like having a good time yeah. too. Like the fact yeah. that they pulled we can't see the scorpion's face or anything, but it looks like the scorpion is like <clears throat> enjoying getting railed and like uh, that's to nail that look for a huge like human sized scorpion. I'm so impressed by that. Yeah. I'm very impressed by that. This is some nice work. I like how open they are. They're just like, oh, look at this giant bug. You know what I want to do to it? Fuck it. (laughs) Yeah. Let me just get it in here. I don't care if it has AIDS. Yeah. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't. Does the bug have AIDS or is it just what it's supposed to be? I don't know exactly what the campaign is supposed to be about. Oh, that's what it said in the article. I think it was like, um, you could be sleeping with a bug. That's the reason I brought it up. I wasn't just like, hey, Let's talk about AIDS. It was just, yeah, it is it said, a, it's a yeah, French it's, AIDS campaign. Yeah, yes. it says French yeah. AIDS campaign. Unprotected sex is like sleeping with a scorpion. Yeah. Okay. So, so you, if you're going to fuck a giant bug, you should wear a condom. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's really the main. That's obvious. <laughs> and we also can't tell if this guy's wearing a condom or not. He might be wearing a condom. We don't know that. Yo, she, she, he got the stinger. 
<laughs> I like that. that. That's convenient. Like if scorpions were like, I don't know, if we were like, like had like scorpions just like out here, that would be like a convenient little trick. Oh, having a stinger, a, like just stinger? like like you fucking a scorpion, and then like the stinger can get you in the butt, but like yeah. not sting you, and like yeah, it's like best of both worlds. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a, not a bad call at that's all. That's true. So wow. why didn't you? How did your family not know that you were a comedian? Was what was the? Well, they just like I don't know. I've never like really talked to them about it. They don't really understand what I do. I know my grandmother thought I was a drag queen. Um, <laughs> they don't. I guess maybe they knew. I don't know. They didn't really know to the extent. They knew oh, I, I did see. something, but they didn't know. And then, like, they just kind of thought, like, "Oh, you do comedy sometimes." Yeah, but, they, like, I whatever. Just, like, go it's not and a I serious thing. And but then now they're like, "Oh shit, he's like a legit comedian." Oh my god, like he has. Are they pu- are they pumped about it? They they're like, excited. <laughs> okay, that's good. But, I, but guess. I didn't want them to know because I don't like. I don't know. Have you ever had like your family like quote your jokes at you? Uh yeah, all the time. Yeah, sometimes. Do you hate it? Yeah. Um, it's not great. That's I for sure. It. I can't deal with it. You definitely get a lot more of it, it's, it's that. And it's also the, if anything happens, like at a family gathering, it's like at use That's it. It's going to be a joke. <laughs> use it. That's a joke. Use it. I also keep like, my okay. business like away from my family. And some of my jokes are like about my business. Right. And yes, now I'm going to be asked all these questions and I'm just like, I don't want to deal with it. I just want to be anonymous in my own house. Yeah, I don't know if I've told this story on the show before, but I used to have like when I first started, I've been doing it 10 years, but when I first started doing it, um, uh, my mom is like a very, she's a wonderful lady, um, but like, you know, pretty conservative. Like we, you know, I know some, I have friends that have like a pretty open dialogue with their parents about their sex life and whatever. And for me, that just like never existed as far as my mom is concerned i'm a virgin like she knows i'm not but like we just oh, that's don't. how i that's how i feel too that's how i feel yeah too. like we just don't even yeah, like they get it obviously but they just you know yeah exactly we're just it's we're whatever just and hands. so when i started doing comedy i i you know like every straight white male comedian uh, my closer was about hand jobs and so i, I remember like <laughs> And so we, uh, so I, I remember like the first time she saw me do it, they actually had brought some friends to the show. Um, and so after the show, I'm like talking with my parents and their friends or whatever. And, and the, one of their friends was sort of like, Oh, like, you know, how do you, how do you even deal with this Michelle? Like he's kind of up there, like talking about some weird stuff, you know? And my mom was just like, well, I know that like Johnny, my son and Johnny, the comedian are two different people. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) That was like my mom's way of being like, that's how she rationalized. I don't, I don't like this. Yeah. This is, yeah. She was just smack, smack talking me. It was bad. So, and I they don't listen can. to the show, do they? No, I tell them they just can't. Yeah, I straight up, I'm like, do not listen to this. You're One not going to like it. And to be, which is nice, they don't. Like, I, I think they legitimately have never listened to it. Although my dad desperately wants to be on it. So, <laughs> my parents have never seen me perform, um, but they've like found like YouTube clips or something. Um, but I know my mom one time tried to come to a show and she just like showed up to a random comedy venue in Toronto and then sat through an entire improv show and then like went up to them and she's like, when's Brandon going on? They're like, we have no idea who that is. Like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah. That's super nice. She just found That's a really... flyer somewhere. She's like, he's going to be on this. This oh, seems no. like a him, sh- a, a Brandon show. And, um, 
yeah in the, the, in the largest an, comedy scene in canada <laughs> that's oh that is adorable are that's you, do really you think sweet. they'll come see you now like they're gonna put the pressure on Oof. now that they know no, that you're like a, a, let them see me still <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we have a crazy, uh, we have a, a short listener block this week, um, but a, you know, just a, just a classic. This is just, this is a classic uh, insult someone on Twitter, get blocked kind of thing. You know, yep. this is, this is coming in from Ryan and uh, he just says, I was blocked by Corey Feldman, uh, star of Tales from the Crypt, Bordello of Blood, because I let him know that I didn't like his album, Angelic to the Core, Angelic <laughs> Funkadelic slash Angelic Rockadelic, <laughs> when it was released in 2016. Also, just to let you know, Angelic to the Core has a two. Uh, it's a number two. It's okay. not T.O. I'm, just to give you some context. I'm going to look up the album cover for that, because I remember it oh, being very intense. The cover is incredible. Do yourself a favor. He says, I since feel bad about tweeting this because it was unnecessarily mean, even if the music is mystifyingly garbage. Screen caps of the tweet in question and that glorious block screen are below. <laughs> this is so funny. This is not at all what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like a like a renaissance type painting. It's the one him. where he's um, on the cloud, right? Like he's yeah. like standing on a he's cloud. He's being pulled from hell by two blonde angels in like <laughs> yes, a like exactly. Sega Genesis um, type so he wrote so he just wrote i finished this is the actual tweet finished hashtag angelic to the core by Corey felt by at Corey feldman and i'm bewildered as to how this album is a real thing not even so bad it's good just bad uh and then i guess Corey feldman searched the hashtag of his own album and and blocked him or i guess there was an at reply there too so yeah so he picked up the block um nicely done Sometimes you gotta just you gotta shoot your shot. You gotta get your opinion out there, and sometimes you get blocked for it. So nice work, Ryan, uh, Corey Feldman. We have to say, does some pretty crazy cameos. I feel like I'm on team. I'm on team Feldman. I'm on team bit. Feldman yeah. too. We love Corey. Yeah, I, he's, I, he's, he, he's. Yeah, I think he's been through a lot of shit too. Been through a lot. <laughs> no question. Yeah. No question. Yeah. He's just a wild man. So so thank you for sending that in, Ryan. If you want to send in a block, you can do so at blocked at blockedparty.com or you can use the form on our website blockedparty.com. Uh, if you want to donate to the show, you can do so at patreon.com/blockedparty, where five dollars a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every month. We got a big month this month. We just released the uh, video of our live show with Kate Raft, where we watched the Canadian primetime soap opera Whistler, uh, which was a truly wild ride. Uh, We also did a cameo bonus episode this month. And we also have uh, that was with Emma Wong. And uh, coming up very soon, uh, we're going to have the video where I eat the first Big Mac of my life and review it. Peep this out style. So that should be coming out very shortly. Uh, so yeah, you can all check that all out at patreon.com slash block party. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at blocked party pod. You can rate and review the show on iTunes or, you know, if you like the show, you can just tell a friend, just say, Hey, this is a cool show. You should check it out. Uh, Brandon, before we get to the end here, we always like to finish the show with a top three suggested by our guests. Uh, what do you have for us, please? Top three things you find at your Nana's house. Oh Ooh. man, that's nice. Okay. Oof. I like this. Okay. Oh man! Top three things you find at your nana's house. Brandon, do you want to go first I'll with go your first. number I'll three? Tell a true story. Okay. Um, I remember it was okay. So my grandfather was a wild man. He became a drug dealer at um, the age of like sixty-five or something like that, and like <laughs> was <laughs> once got arrested for um, trafficking trafficking cocaine into 
Canada from Trinidad or something. I don't know. He had a bunch of, of crazy shit in the house before he died. And when he died, my grandmother was like sorting through it. And she was like storing some of the like more the crazier stuff in her closet. So me being like a nosy, a nosy teen, I found um, in her closet, I found a giant black dildo and a, what is it called? A taser with (laughs) the word freedom written on it in like holographic (laughs) rainbow letters. Oh my God. (laughs) Holy shit. I don't know how any of us are going to top that. Oh my God. And that was your number three? That was your number three? Oh my God. I can't even wait for number two and one. That's incredible. Uh, wow. Okay. Um, my number three, uh, is my grandma had, uh, this, uh, cool, like set of like wax fruit, real big drop off after Brandon's, but it was like really high quality (laughs) wax fruit. It was like really nice wax fruit. It looked real. Um, and as a kid, it was just kind of a, it was, it was cool. And it just always, uh, just thinking back to that, you know, brings me back to, to going to my grandparents. Uh, so I'm going to go, um, following up. Uh, the the dildo and the taser. I'm gonna go with some wax fruit. John, uh, number three. Uh, this would be at my grandma and grandpa's house on my mom's side of the family. My grandpa uh, loved movies. That was like his big thing. He especially loved old movies. And um, often when we would have family gatherings, um, he would exit the gathering quite early and go into a room in the house we called the TV room, uh, which was a very small den, like very small. Like it would be like the size of like a powder room, uh, type, like we're talking like 50 square feet, like very small, just enough room for like a love seat and a TV cabinet. And he had floor to ceiling, old movies, VHS cassettes, And he would just like, so say we got to my grandma's house at like three to have dinner. Um, By 4.30, he'd just be in the TV room watching a movie. He didn't really give a shit that there was like 20 people at the house. It was a badass move. And he would uh, write reviews of the movies for himself (laughs) for when he would go back to watch them. So he kept cue cards in the TV room. And my grandpa, you know, he grew up in an age of, you know, he draw like, I think the highest level of school he completed was like grade eight. So he didn't really write well, wasn't a super literate guy. So you would find these cue cards around the house and it would have the title of the movie and my grandfather's review of the movie for himself in the future with like a bunch of words like kind of spelled wrong and whatever. But it was just like it was very endearing and cute. And sometimes he would rent movies and put a cue card in the movie and give it back to the video store. Oh my god! And be like, just like, oh, in case anyone wants to watch this, this is like my review of the movie. So there you go. Wow. So that's my number three. <laughs> so I guess we're at number two now. I guess the yeah. number two. Next number two would be random things in the freezer. Um, my grandmother does. I don't know. She doesn't like to waste things. She grew up in the Caribbean. They're very like we don't like to waste. Um, I remember every time she goes away, my mother will clean out her freezer and one time we found just a bunch of like pizza crusts just a bunch of pizza, just, pizza crusts and then we also found um like eaten like they had eaten like the we had pizza, eaten the pizza crust she didn't the... want to waste it she wanted to use it for some i don't know what and she just <laughs> saved it it was just like a bag like you know those like like produce bags those little like clear produce bags it yeah. was just like a, yeah. a clear produce bag full of like pizza crust that were at least like 15 years old um and then there was also seven we found seven containers of expired um sour cream um and she was just like i'm saving it i'm gonna make my thing we're like what's your thing she's like it's my thing (laughs) 
So you just like anytime she made a salad, you were just hoping there weren't croutons. Yeah, on the salad. I was just like, oh lord, <laughs> like I'm not eating what the croutons. Is, what is man, it? There's I'm so sorry. much stuff in my freezer, in our freezer, and I don't know what's what's in there. I'm too scared to go through it. Um, <laughs> she gets so upset when people throw it out. But that's number two. Man, that's. Wow. You're killing this list. Stefan, what's your number two? Um, I'm going to go with some some food and, and snack stuff as well. So uh, my grandma would always make very good chocolate chip cookies. Uh, so that was always Jealous. a treat going over there. But she would also have some good store brand cookies. And my favorite uh, was, and I've never seen these since. I think they're like Mr. Christie's Nilla Wafers. And they're just the little mm. vanilla wafers. And they're, they're delicious. They're very good. Um, and then my grandpa would always have cocktail onions because he would always have a martini every day. And so uh, the cocktail onions were like kind of a tasty little snack too. They're little pearl onions in like brine with like paprika and like garlic powder and stuff on them. And like they were pretty delicious. Um, so I'm going to just say a general kind of just like snack, the food setup they had at my, my grandparents' place. My, my number two. Uh, okay. My number two. And I think this is just, you know, this is kind of a boring one, but uh, pictures of my parents when they were kids. Aww. like that's always yeah. like uh not that i like more for the humor factor than the like oh factor uh just you know seeing my dad like my dad hasn't had hair since he was like 20 so like seeing pictures of my dad with hair super funny uh my mom came from a family of six kids so you'd go around the house and see that crazy like old photos of all of them and uh yeah i think my my one my grandpa on my dad's side especially like loved taking family photos so he had like albums and albums of family photos and we'd just sit down and look at like old family photos and stuff and uh yeah that was always like a highlight of going to their house if you ever got bored i mean this is before we had phones or anything you get bored you go okay i'm just gonna go look at pictures of my dad and he was like eight um and it was that was always a good time so that's my number two I don't need, uh, you were six, like, I guess we're doing number one right now, but uh, going off of your point, like, we don't have any of the old photos because I accidentally set the house on fire when I was eight. And, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me tell you the story. Um, so what happened was, is I was watching Xena, and I saw that she made uh, this, her, her, like, throwing thing, it's called a chakra, and it, so it was, like, made out of metal, and she, like, melted it. So then I found pipe cleaners. And I was just like, yo, pipe cleaners have metal in them. Yo, I can use these matches and 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 melt off the, the fabric and then I'll have a chakra <laughs> room I can show up, throw and I'll be like Xena. So I was doing this on the couch and I didn't know the couch was like from like the 70s and was extremely flammable. And the matches fell on the couch and set everything on fire so, so we don't have any photos. But... <laughs> Um, that's not my number one. My number one is old, um, old medication and cosmetic products. Oh like, yeah. I found a thing of, I don't know what it was. It was like aspirin powder and it was from 1983 and it said the date on it. And then I found this other product and it was from the seventies and it was like aluminum. And it said like product of the British empire. And, <laughs> and, I don't know. I don't know. And and the thing is that these have survived. There's been like two fires in my house and these products have like survived both of those fires. And so I'm just like, like, we got to hang on to the aspirin We got to hang on to these 37 year old products. Um, There's even like this cream that is from the 80s and it's somehow like still like there and still like cream like. And like the only person that ever used it was my grandfather. 
And like, if you look in it, you still see like there's like handprints or like his like preserved <laughs> fingerprints. I don't know. I don't know what he used that cream. I for, feel but. like my grandma like single handedly kept Noxzema in business. Yes, that was Noxzema. <laughs> I don't think Noxzema. I've ever That's seen anyone it's use Noxzema in my life, and my grandma used it every single day. Like. It and if you've never come across Noxzema in your life, it's like imagine whatever face cream you use right now before bed, but it smells like Vicks Vapo Rub. Oh God! <laughs> it is the weirdest, and so you could always tell. You always knew when Nanny was going to bed because you'd be like at the and cottage. It was just like a small cottage. You could smell the Noxzema from yeah, the living yeah. room. <laughs> oh, Stefan, what's your number one? My number one, uh, so whenever we would have like a family dinner at my grandparents' house, um, the cousins, uh, we would always go up to my grandparents' room and they had a very big book collection. And there was one book in particular we'd always look at and laugh at. And it was like, I think it was called A Visual History of like Striptease. And so it was a lot of like pictures of like old striptease shows and burlesque shows from like the 30s, 40s and 50s. But we would just call it The Bum Book. Because there are a lot of pictures of people's like bums in it, um, and so that's what whenever... Brandon's gonna rename the bear chat, <laughs> the bum book. And so whenever we would uh, after dinner, we'd always be like, "Do you guys want to go look at the bum book?" And we'd always like run upstairs to look at the bum book. Um, and so that was that's number one for sure is the bum book. That's classic. Yeah. Um, so my number one is is also a story. Um, and it is, uh, the, the, the answer is towels, but I'll tell you why. Uh, so my, uh, my nanny, unfortunately, uh, passed away from Alzheimer's and she had a pretty long battle with it. She was early stage and then lived like 10 years after she was diagnosed with early stage. So my, my, uh, my grandma and grandpa, my nanny and papa grew up in an era of course, where, you know, she was the homemaker and that was just the way it was. My papa went to work and she was to do all the household chores no matter what. So when she first got sick and had to like be in hospitals and go into a home and stuff like that, like you cannot imagine someone knowing less about how to work household things as like an adult than, than my grandpa, like insane, like didn't know how to use a microwave. Like, couldn't you, couldn't figure it out. Like even just looking at the panel being like, I don't, Where's the I don't dial? know. Didn't know how to use a dishwasher. Didn't know how to turn on the oven. Nothing. So, so she had been, so whatever, like, you know, she was in and out of hospital. And then finally we had to put her in a home. So we go to the house and we go to the house and my, you know, so my grandpa has been living now by himself for like a couple months. And my dad walks into the kitchen and the bathroom towels, like four of them are draped on the kitchen table, like using the chairs from the kitchen table and the kitchen table are draped over the chairs and then they're used bathroom towels. And my dad was like, what are you doing? Like you can't put your bathroom towels on the kitchen table. And my grandpa said, they dry better in here than they do in the bathroom. (laughs) So my grandpa was having a shower and then taking his towel from his shower and putting it on the kitchen table to dry. Oh my God. We love So that was the funniest one for sure. Yeah. (laughs) We're like, you can't, you know, and he just couldn't figure it out. He's like, well, I don't see what the big deal is. You put your, and my dad was like, well, you use that to dry off your like naked body after you shower. You don't put it on the kitchen table. It's fine. It's not a big deal. So just a great, just a great time. We love our grandparents. I think 
<laughs> uh, what a uh, great well, top three. The great top three. Uh, and that you. brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, Brandon, thank you so much for being here. Thank Before so we go, is there anything me. that you would like to plug? Um, I would like to promote my social media. Um, you can follow me at BAM Comedy One. I would also like to promote my album, Capricornication. It is, I've been told, the first comedy album by a queer black Canadian. Um, I'm giving away the first month of proceeds to Black Lives Matter Toronto, Soy Toronto, and Two Spirits. And these are organizations here that are supporting um, indigenous and black LGBTQ people in Canada. So buy the album. My label will also be matching all of the donations. So yeah. Fantastic. Awesome. Uh, incredible. So yeah, follow Brandon, Bam Comedy One, buy his album, Capricornication. Uh, again, you can donate to our show, patreon.com slash block party. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at blocked party pod. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.